Hello and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 podcast. My name is Al. Thank you so much for watching today. Today is episode 32. Wow, already up to 32. And it's kind of a special episode because as you can see, I am not in Japan. Well, I guess you wouldn't know that. I could be in Okinawa or something like that. But I am uh, here in Hawaii. And right in back of me is uh, Waikiki Beach. If you've been here before, you probably recognize it. But I'm glad you are tuning in today because we do have a good topic. And this is a topic that I did a Periscope video on maybe about a month ago or so. It's been a little while since I've done a Periscope video. Now, if you're not familiar with Periscope, you should really check it out soon. Uh, what this is, is a live video broadcast, a little more casual, and I usually just do them walking around the city, um, and you can see different parts of Tokyo, usually where I am, and I talk a little bit about some English topic. And so I did talk about this already, but again, those videos only stay up on the site for 24 hours. So once they're done, they're gone. So chances are you probably didn't see that. So that's why I'm doing the podcast here. And we'll go a little bit more in depth on this topic. And the topic today is return on investment. Now, before we get into the topic today, I would like to ask you again to please review and leave a rating and comment in iTunes. You can do that by going to alsensei.com forward slash iTunes, and that'll help other people find the English 2.0 podcast. Or if you use another uh, program like Stitcher, you can find that by going to alsensei.com forward slash ST. Please leave a comment and rating, and I would really, really appreciate it. Also, we'll have our usual quick tip, and in today's quick tip, I'm going to give you a list of three teachers that you can follow right away on Periscope to get great English lessons almost daily. And I'll give you that in today's quick tip at the end. All right, so today we're going to talk about return on investment. And that, in other words, in shorter <laughs> terms, it is called ROI. Now, you might have heard this uh, before in economics or, or investing. This is, uh, it comes from uh, this uh, field, it comes from economics. And what this means is, you know, of course, when you invest something, hopefully you want to get something in return. Now, let's do an easy example. In first, economics or money, example and then we'll talk about how it relates to English. Okay. So for example if you are uh, familiar with the stock market for example you invest so let's say a hundred dollars in a stock hopefully uh, when you sell your stock later you will get back more than you bought it for. Okay so let's say you bought a hundred dollars worth of stock when you sell it you get back let's say two hundred dollars that means you get $100 back, which is 100% return on investment or 100% ROI. All right. Or if you, you invest $100, you get back $150. That is a 50% return on investment. Uh, 
Now let's talk about it in English terms. Okay, so now uh, of course you can measure it in money as usual. So if you spend again X number of dollars on a course, how are we going to talk about that in return? Okay, so because you're not going to get money back in return unless you get a job or something that helps you in English, or uh, you might have a way. But let's talk about it in terms that maybe more people are familiar with and maybe and that would be like a test like a TOEIC test or IELTS test okay so if you spend X number of dollars let's say fifty dollars on a course or a textbook and your score goes up by again let's talk about TOEIC by 50 points hey that's a pretty good return on investment all right now if your score goes down after purchasing this book that would be unfortunately uh, a loss okay so or a low or a negative return on investment all right so another concept that i wanted to bring up or another example is you don't have to invest only money but you also are investing time this is really important when you invest time again this is a very this is a limited resource okay you don't get back time once you've used it so this is really important to consider how you're using your time all right now in the periscope video that i did i talked about a grammar rule or a grammar uh point that people study a lot but in my opinion native speakers don't use it so much now let's talk about it first and then i'll explain what I mean okay so the grammar point that I was talking about is past perfect tense okay so an example of that is uh, I had gone grocery shopping when the typhoon came all right so had gone shopping okay so is the, the present I'm sorry the past perfect form there now a lot of people study this really hard and it is a I, in my opinion kind of an advanced grammar point to get however you don't need it really that much in everyday spoken English conversation so if your goal is to be really good at everyday spoken English conversation the return on investment for mastering past perfect tense grammar is very low okay it doesn't mean zero but it is very low which means you'll spend hours and hours and hours and hours and maybe money <laughs> lots of money trying to learn this point but the amount of times you will actually need it and use it is probably very low very few you will not use this point so much okay so the only way that I would recommend really studying this point is if you need it for a test okay if you need it for a TOEIC test or IELTS test or TOEFL test then yes you need to really learn this kind of thing if your goal is solely completely to become a great English speaker you don't really need it at, at a basic level I mean what if you're really you know really fine-tuning your English then yes it would be worth it maybe but for most people I don't think it's really worth it to spend a lot of time and energy or money learning and mastering past perfect tense 
as one grammar point. Okay, so there's a lot of other grammar points that are more often used, much more important, that people make a lot of mistakes in that should be before this kind of grammar point, right? And I'm making a grammar course right now just for these exact things that we're talking about, okay? So it's going to have a very high return on investment. I guarantee it. That's why I'm doing this lesson is to tell you about you know, how to spend your time more efficiently and get that really high ROI, all right? So time and money, and there's other things too, like focus and attention that you can spend. We wanna make sure we're getting that maximum return on investment. When we put our focus and time and money and efforts into learning English. All right, so that is all uh, I have for today on this point of return on investment. If you have any questions, please email me, ask at lsensei.com. If you would like to uh, give your own examples of return on investment, please uh, let me know as well in the comments below. I would love to hear from you there. So that will wrap up the topic here of ROI. And good luck with that. And I hope you maximize your English learning efforts. Good luck. All right, in today's English 2.0 quick tip, I'm going to recommend three people that you can follow on Periscope to get great English tips and advice almost every day, if not every day. So let's get right to it. So the first person I'd like to recommend is Coach Shane. I'm sure a lot of you know who he is, and you can find him uh, on Periscope at Coach Shane. It's also the same on Twitter. The next person that you can follow on Periscope, and I think I've seen him uh, doing broadcasts nearly every day, is Philip B. Norris. Now, I didn't know about him before, but I have uh, begun to follow him on Periscope, and he does uh, good English uh, lessons every day. He focuses on idioms a lot and uh, phrases that you can use for especially TOEFL tests and maybe TOEIC as well but he does a lot of that and has a lot of followers and you can get great tips from him every day. The final person I recommend probably many of you are familiar with but he is definitely the king of Periscope in terms of English teaching and he is AJ Hogue and he does Periscope, I think, every day, maybe twice a day sometimes, and he talks a lot about uh, a lot of this about a lot. <laughs> blah, blah, can't can't speak. He talks a lot about the same topics that we do here on the English 2.0 podcast, and he also talks a lot about phrases and idioms and things like that, and pronunciation as well. So definitely follow him on Periscope if you aren't, and I'm sure probably a lot of you are already, but uh, definitely do that if you aren't. And so those are the three that I'd recommend following on Periscope to get live English tips, videos, advice on almost a daily basis, if not every day. Again, number one, Coach Shane. Number two, Philip B. Norris. 
and number three, AJ Hogue. And of course, El Sensei, if you are not already. All right, so follow them for great English tips on Periscope. And that is today's English 2.0 quick tip. All right, so we're going to wrap it up there for episode 32 of the English 2.0 podcast. Thanks so much for watching, downloading, and leaving a review and rating in iTunes or Stitcher. really appreciate that. Uh, we had a really good uh, month last month in August. And I just want to say quickly now, we've been downloaded in, in 183 countries and we're almost to the 400,000 download mark. So thank you again for recommending uh, the English 2.0 podcast to all of your friends and classmates and colleagues who may be interested. And please continue to do so. I really appreciate that. And um, you can do you can uh, leave a recommendation and I uh, rating on iTunes by going to alsensei.com forward slash iTunes. If you're in Stitcher, you can do that by going to alsensei.com forward slash st and i greatly greatly appreciate it so thank you for watching and i'll catch you on the next episode of the english 2.0 podcast see you next time